Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Welcome to the Scott and Jai Show on Radio X. Giddy up. Where we are all about lending an ear. Trying to move Tell on, Tell me mate. how you really feel. I love you, mate. I love you. No matter which way you go. Look. Sharing stories. But no, I have ended up in the emergency room after with a broken... And helping each other out. Called you, big fella. Yeah, call- said we need to go look around the town. Called for reinforcement. Yeah. That's the way. Brilliant. My new boss will probably be listening and going, thanks, Jai. Join us every Sunday at 10 a.m., Live on air. Catch the highlights 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. weeknights. The podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. So hit that subscribe button and join the conversation. We are all about mates helping mates. So whether you're battling the black dog or just need a friendly chat, this is the place to be. The phone number is 074994 or connect with us on social media at The Scott and Jai Show. We want to hear your story because, remember, it's not weak to speak. I just want to let everyone know that it's not weak to speak. I just want to let everyone know that it ain't weak to speak. So come on, join us for some good yarns. Quick side note, I love the dirty mo. Oh, I love it too. What does mum say? There's no dry here, mate. Hang it out. Laughs. Oh, but it was. It's quiet at home. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe even a few tears. Let's tackle life together, one story at a time. Because together, we can make a difference. This is The Scott and Jai Show, where everyone's story matters. You're listening to the best of The Scott and Jai Show, Mates Helping Mates podcast. Our very first story time um, is introducing and going through uh, a little bit about each other. And now for the serious stuff. It's Scott and Jai's story time. I like those little recordings. Yeah, they're a bit weird. So. <laughs> we'll tweak them up a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so this week's uh, story time. Hi, my name's Scott. I'm 32 years old. Um, originally from New Zealand. Up the Waz. <laughs> um, moved over to Australia uh, back in 2007, 2008 Start again, essentially Moved over here um, to be with my parents Shout out to my mum and dad I would not be sitting here today without them Without their uh, support, their love And just everything that they have done I mean, I could we could do a whole podcast on that yeah. um, But I don't want to get too much into that uh, at the moment So... I moved over here from uh, New Zealand. Uh, actually, you met my brother. I lived with my mum and dad and my brother. We lived... The big rig. The big rig. We need to get him on the podcast. Oh, yeah. I think it'd be an absolute laugh. <laughs> Holy, um, he is so funny. But him and I, um, like, we're best mates. We lived together and we used to get up to some mischief. Uh, stuff I could that, imagine. Stuff yeah. <laughs> I could only imagine. Basically, from there, I got married in 2008 uh, to my first wife. Um, we had two children together, um, and unfortunately, due to circumstances um, on both sides, you know, because a marriage breakup just isn't one sided, uh, in 2013, we separated. 
And then I met my now partner in 2013 while I was working uh, in in Rocky. Um, and she moved down to Brisbane. And I still remember the day that she met my dad and my dad said to her, are you ready? And, you know, again, we've gone through some stuff as well, you know, dealing with uh, my ex-wife um, and the challenges that that, has when you have that came forward from that yeah that that you have with with separated families you know you're trying to mix you know because my ex-wife had a partner i had a new partner we still had the two kids we had two more kids coming along my ex-wife had her own child coming along as well um it was all very very hard to kind of put it all together and then we made the decision um to move back to rockhampton uh basically right after we had had our first child and later podcasts we'll get get into all that sort of stuff and that's basically how you and I met we went through a through a temporary separation um and John and I time. yeah and John and I moved in together and what a time that was oh the batch pad we could have had <laughs> we could have done a whole podcast on the batch pad yeah. um we did the covid you know, we did the COVID lockdowns together. They, I tell you what, were an absolute highlight of my life. Uh, I know the first time we went into COVID lockdown, um, it was because I'd been to a. Remember when we had that the the QR codes and you had to check in everywhere. Yeah. And you had, yeah. Sign in and all that sort of stuff. And I was driving back from Brisbane back to Rocky with Liam, and I remember getting the text message from Queensland Health saying. Oh, you need to go and self-isolate, you've been in a hotspot, et cetera, et cetera, and you and I were in the Jeep, and we had to drive, sit in one of those drive-through yeah, testing CQ stations. Yeah, University. Uh, that was fun. The testing yeah. was shit, but well, we, that we was got fun. videos of it. Um, maybe That's we can right, we filmed them. it. Yeah, we can you know, upload them. It was like, I don't know how I still feel about being violated in that way, like... That lady was not gentle by any means. She was like, just lean back and then... Three, two, one, bang. Actually, it wasn't even a three, two, one. No. Just straight in. I think she was having a bad day and we caught the brunt end of it. So that was the first first COVID isolation. The second COVID isolation was when I actually got COVID and we were locked in the house for seven days together. Yeah. I came home from work and you said I had COVID. Yeah, I had COVID. That was it. I had to work from home. Yeah, I had a week off from work. And then, oh, that's right. And then, as I was starting to feel a bit better, I think it might have been on the fourth day where um, we chased each other around the house with the Glen Twenty. Yeah, I just didn't <laughs> want to get anything. Oh, I still touch wood. Um, haven't had COVID. Hey, you know, it's a proud, proud moment. Did you actually get COVID at all no. during? No, I still to this day I have not had COVID. I don't know what it's like. There you go. I did, like, there was one stage there that I thought I had it. When it, Remember when I went down and I was, like, real sick for 24 hours? Yep. Yeah, I thought, okay, okay, karma's come to bite me on the butt. Because I, like, I used to gloat that, you know, it can't touch me. Um, but, yeah, that one time I was crook as a dog. But then, yeah, it was gone within 24 hours. It was just a bug. And still to this day... Yeah, it still hasn't touched me. There you go. But back to you. Wait, wait till it hits you. Uh, anyway, let's not do a whole segment on COVID. No, at least came to an end. We needed somewhere to live. Kate and I kind of worked out our our things, and we both moved into where we are now. Yeah, it was pretty funny actually because it was just it was so natural for me to follow. 
Yeah, so that's kind of like a quick um, that's a quick rundown of my life. There's actually there's there's bits and pieces that I've kind of missed out. I've sort of started the Australia stuff. There was a bit kind of before that, and there's a bit muddy. And I think we should save that for another podcast because I think that would be a great thing to talk about kind of later on down the track. Yeah, yeah. Keep no, keep I'm... the content going. So yeah, All right, big fella. All right, um, I'm Jai. I'm 29. Uh, going on 30 in November. A bit about myself. I've definitely, myself, felt, uh, faced some struggles um, growing up. At the age of 10, I had meningitis and um, was a pretty sick kid. Like, I lost all my memory and um, had to learn how to walk, talk, and start all over again. So I suffocated the left frontal lobe of my brain, which is uh, your learning... Um, emotions and all that. And then from there, um, you know, I was, it was a constant reminder from doctors that, you know, I'd always live in care, I'd never hold a job, never drive a car. Um, I was um, taken off my mum. She was given a tough decision because of her uh, being a single mum. She had a high-needs kid and she needed to um, choose three kids or um, put one in care or quit a job and look after me full-time as a single mum. I don't think that was an option, which I, it's funny. I, you know, I never understood that till I was in my mid-20s and we actually had a big conversation about how we both felt about that situation in our lives. Uh, I couldn't love my mum any, anymore, like, obviously, like any relationship. Um, we, we, we've had our ups and downs and we've had our arguments, but, you know, my mum's one of my best friends. You know, we butt heads sometimes, but that's just... How it goes, it just makes the relationship stronger, I guess, between us. We um, are definitely, and I, I wouldn't, couldn't even say I, I could be more proud of my mum and who she is as a person because a lot of who I am today is because of her. But so I went through uh, foster care, I uh, went through a few different foster homes, and then I met my foster mum and I was with her till I was about 14. And then I went into residential care, which was essential, just boys. Um, which kind of was my downhill to life. Um, there was a lot of, you know, fighting and stuff. And, you know, by the age of 15 and 16, I attempted to take my own life and just wasn't happy where I was. Um, which thankfully, I'm still here today. Otherwise, we wouldn't be, I wouldn't know you, mate. And um, But fast forward a little bit, when I was 18, my mum <laughs> gave me the option to get on a train or she'd come pick me up and move to Alpha to help me clean my life up. And... Um, be forever grateful for that because um, I was running around with a, a lot of n- not nice people and, you know, they were, they were in it for them and I at that time in my life I couldn't really see it. So I moved to Alpha. And Alpha is in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's a small town. Shout out to all the Alpha people. And then from Alpha I worked in a small town again, half an hour outside of Emerald called Springshaw for Coal City Drilling, and then um, eventually made my way to Moorumbah, and then from Moorumbah, mum brought a house and graced me just outside of Rocky. Um, yeah, it, it was really good, actually, like, and that I guess that's where I just started building friends and um, fixing my own life up and, um, you know, starting to find who I was as a person and just uh, focusing on me. I think my biggest motivation is people telling me I can't do something. Uh, that's something that I um, always focus on. You tell me I can't do something, I'm going to goddamn well do it. 
I don't know. I guess you could call it a trigger for me. If you don't, um, if you tell me I can't do it, I, I want to do it even more. But yeah, that's a bit of my background. Um, I'm all about helping other people. Um, I use this term quite often. It's um, what Australia was made on, I guess, like me growing up, like where I grew up on the Sunshine Coast. I always had my grandparents and my pop's mates around at the bowls club and they always helped each other and, you know, I guess I guess I took that on and I'm all about helping people um, because, you know, mates should always help mates. It's a give and take, obviously. You've got to remember that, you know, some people might take advantage of that, but as long as you remember you're doing it out of the goodness of your heart, I guess you can't really go astray because that's who you are. But, yeah, I'll most probably go a bit deeper dive into my background a bit later on um but yeah that's pretty much the fundamentals of the nuts and bolts yeah where i've come from um absolutely my favorite thing would most probably still today is the beach i love the water there's just something about the beach and the water and the calming and all that sort of stuff um, I don't know what it is. When I was a kid in residential, we had a house um, in Marichidor, and it was only down the road from Alex Heads, which is a place on the Sunshine Coast in Marichidor. And um, I used to just go down to the beach and sit in the water and just think, I think it's just the uh, feeling of just no other sounds but the waves crashing and it's just you in the water. Hopefully you don't have what happened to Mick Fanning. Shark come up and drive at you. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you know, like, well, talk about McFenning, he's like one of, was one of my idols growing up. Absolute surf legend. Um, Travelled the world doing something that he loved. And I think that's, you know, something I'm working towards. And my goals are working towards building stuff that I love to do that I eventually want to step out of what I do and what I'm planning on doing for a job for a while to help me utilise getting more time to study. Um, is building something that I can do full-time that I love because I think that's what a job no longer becomes a job when you do what you're loving. Thanks for downloading the Scott and Jai Show, Mates Helping Mates podcast. Listen to The Boys Live on Sunday mornings, 10 a.m. till 12 p.m. on Radio X. How do you listen to Radio X? Go to radiox.com.au and click Listen Live. Turn up the volume with Radio X. Your ultimate rock destination. Tune in today at radiox.com.au. Radio X.